0: The most innovative female singer of our decade. Many describe her as the paramount, the most soulful, the most prolific. Who else is accepted in the streets as well as by their peers? No other can match her conviction. This is not a test this is an actual emergency of the Trackmaster broadcast system and this is where you should be tuned in to receive the proper news and the banging joints greetings and welcome back to another episode of the 411 podcast with jalitho matter of fact Jalil j blige for the day because guess what today is a national holiday over this way today is the 25th anniversary of Mary J. Blige's Share My World album. Now, I don't know about y'all, this is the number one album that I remember growing up to, being in my mother's car, being around the house, listening to. Of all of Mary J. Blige's albums, this is the one that is the most nearest and dearest to me. So many memories attached to it. It is truly amazing from start to finish. This will always be a space for me to discuss all things Mary J. Blige. And um, I just wanted to have a moment to give her her flowers and celebrate this glorious day. Um, It's 420 weekend. I'm high as fuck. And... Throughout this episode, um, I'm definitely going to be giving my little renditions of some of my favorite songs from the album, but we're about to dig into this thing real quick. We're about to dig into Share My World by Mary J. Blige. So I stumbled across this article that Essence Magazine put out today uh, regarding the album, and this is how I feel about the Share My World era. The name of the article is, What Mary J. Blige's Share My World Still Means to Me 25 Years Later. On April twenty second, 1997, the Queen of Hip Hop Soul released her third studio album, and it still resonates to this day. As a child, I never quite understood why my mom would always have Mary J. Blige's Share My World album queued up for the boombox at moment's notice. Yes, the album consistently had me in a trance, but that was mainly because I had never seen a black woman so fabulous. The image of the quintessential fly girl adorned by a cocaine white ensemble and Fendi shades on the cover of of the singer's third studio album was seared in my memory during my formative years. She feeling herself as she fucking should. This was Mary in 1997. She was around 26 years old and this was like when she was really coming into her artistry, her womanhood. She had just left Uptown Records, if I remember correctly, because um, I know she had a falling out with them at some point. And she was taking control of her career. She was taking risks. I also think this was around the same time that she was dabbling over out west, Um With Death Row, I don't know what that was about. I got to look more into that whole situation. But this was a very significant time for Mary. And so for her to arrive at her third album the way she did, under her new management and label, she really did what needed to be done. At 28, that still remains the case, but for reasons far beyond Blige's fashion sense. As I began to find my groove in this crazy game of adulthood, I realized that Share My World, which is 25 years old today, speaks to me on a completely different level than the R&B singer's other pieces of work. Navigating the ebbs and flows of life while coming into my own as a grown man helped me realize that the 1997 EP is more than an album. It's a cultural artifact that serves as a reminder to listeners to find one's happiness at all costs. Although Blige had already pioneered the genre of hip-hop soul with her earlier works, What's the 411 in My Life, Share My World was different. This album felt as if our girl had made it to the other side of the rainbow after previously relaying so many stories of heartbreak. As a fan, it felt good to hear Blige belt out romantic ballads like Everything and Share My World and team up with Lil' Kim for I Can Love You. Uh, if I told you once, I told you twice, You QB, throw the booty, like a groupie, for Mo' ice, armor truck heist, get the bonus like Nabouché, in love with you since the days that you say, now I watch you play Columbo, Picasso, Tricks turn your castles to brothels, uh, who you loving, who you wanna be hugging, flipping on your ninja Honda with Tanisha and Rhonda, why? Jane Fonda, physical fitness, Mary Blige be my witness, under pressure, I lie for you, die for you, see that's what got her ass caught up, Hey, play this shit at my funeral, (laughs) cause even when I'm dead bitch I can still love you better, these songs showed me that heartbreak may be inevitable, but it isn't permanent, The album let me and many others know that in life, it's more than okay to crave a happy ending and that we are more than deserving. No matter how many awards Share My World has won or how many Billboard charts it's topped, there will never be any real metrics to measure the impact of this album. As we watch women like Jasmine Sullivan, Ari Lennox, and more claim their thrones as R&B royalty, we can't deny the fact that Blige laid the stage for their success. The way Blige interwove pain, romance, healing, and hope on this project ushered in an entire generation of artists who've followed that same blueprint ever since. Period. That's what real motherfucking queens do. I was talking to my best friend. This was when we was in college. And we, we were talking about how much we love Mary J. Blige. And he said that Keisha Cole is basically basically like one of her musical daughters. And I was offended as fuck. I was like, oh fuck no, she ghetto as fuck. What are you talking about? Now, I'm thinking about Mary J. Blige now, like the more refined, the godly woman that she is. It wasn't until further investigation that I did my research and he was very much correct. that She is very much right in line with Akeisha Cole. Um, I consider Ashanti to be one of her her musical daughters as well. There's another one but I refuse to 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 she just came out with a song too. I refuse to say uh that she is one of her musical daughters. I don't see it. But um yeah like she Mary J Blige opened up a whole lane. Before her wasn't nobody adding singing to rap music. That was not a thing yet. So like her along with Diddy and stuff, they they really um spearheaded that in That is her contribution to to music. Like, you really created a whole new lane and dominated that shit. Like, we're still following that blueprint. Everybody give it up for Mary J. Blige. We this is Mary J. Blige's day. Share my world. Share my world. Mary. Share my world.
1: Love you give to me. I'm so happy. So share.
0: I love you. I love you. I'm so proud of you. Keep killing it out here. This is your time. Too much time was spent on these niggas. So you getting your second chance. And I, I absolutely love it. You are thriving. The intro to this album to me is just so legendary. I can't wait <laughs> until I'm very accomplished in life, and I can come up with a with an intro that's similar, where it it runs down all of my motherfucking accolades. You hear different sound bites of me accepting awards, speeches, and shit. I want I want the works, okay? They just they put that together so nice, and then it comes it comes to a crashing halt with the sound of the 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 TV. Uh, like the white noise, um, and then we get into what we get into. I can love you. I can love you. I can love you. I can love you better than she can. Woo! I mean, I, at this current season of my life, I'm not looking for the longing for the love of one person, and I'm so glad. Uh, Mary has grown out of that era of her artistry as well. Um, they kept her pigeonholed in that area for for decades, but um, she's beginning to embrace this new side of focusing more so on herself. But for a long time, like "I Can Love You" is just it's just really such a beautiful song, and she was accompanied by the one and only Lil Kim. Now in my head. Mary J. Blige and Lil' Kim are my my aunts, along with Missy Elliott. Those are my top three divas. You can add Queen Latifah in there as well. I love her. These are my rocks. Lil' Kim and Mary J. Blige, I feel like are just so... They are the same person. One just sing and one just rap. Like, they are kindred spirits. I know they used to be really close friends. I know they had a falling out once Mary J. Blige got married to Kendu Isaacs because Lil' Kim and a lot of people around Mary, uh, I was reading that they could tell that he was funny and shit. But you know, when you in love and shit, you ain't trying to hear that shit. Oh, y'all hating on my relationship? Fuck y'all. I don't need you niggas anyway. And so she started cutting niggas off. She was mad as fuck. So although, you know, they they fell out and they now have a new established relationship and, you know, the love and shit is still there, but... During this era, it seemed like they were really on it heavy and they were always like photographed together. You know, she held her down during Biggie's funeral and shit. Um, not the mistress causing the whole scene, crying and heaving and hiving, uh at Biggie funeral while his wife looking on. That's fucked up. But at the same time, okay, let me, no, I almost dragged it. Oh, niggas was about to hate me. Let me relax. Let me relax. Um, <laughs> back to mary and lil kim they are the perfect they were the two perfect people to bring this song to life thinking about
1: you all the time can't get you off my mind thinking about
0: You need rocks on the forefinger of your left hand Tell your make a hit off my best man Always on my mind like money, you my honey There when I'm late, there when I'm bummy Say word, it's hard for me to get you all my mind But I still get done with course True love between the thug and the dove Popping champagne in the tub What? Everything revolves around trust Cause it wasn't for you, then it wouldn't be no us No jealousy, envy, and no lust Three, two, eight, off at the lock 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 when I, I bust. Sitting in the house counting Lincolns. And I'm still thinking. Can't get you off, so I'm blinking. I love looking at interviews of her from this era. Um, she was so unbothered. She would be cussing the interviewers out if they got a little bit too comfortable. They sent her to, um, she ended up getting a reputation for being like difficult and stuff to work with and you know she's she was just battling a lot she you dealing with fame you dealing with family not knowing who who real or not you dealing with um relationship problems drugs alcohol all of that and everything is just so is that just at a a pace that we will never understand um should i be on drugs too the fuck trying to cope with all that shit that's a lot going on calm the fuck down How can you function in all of that dysfunction? That's a lot. That would take anybody out. So I'm glad that she was able to leave that space. And and it makes me appreciate where she is now even more. Because there were so many times where she could have not been here right now. She could have been her ex, KC. You know? um, with With the meth mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like... She could have been looking real strung out right now, but, but God, but God got her through like only, like only he cares. So yes, that's, she, she is, she is really, she is really it. She is just such a respected artist. She's a respected artist. I see her the same way I see She's a legacy artist, so she, she put her time in, and um, her catalog speaks for herself. She's a little junior, Aretha Franklin, if you ask me. Um, now, recently, I came to the realization that by me proclaiming my, my love and admiration for Mary J. Blige, and, you know, I don't know, I feel conflicted. Like, is that giving vintage busts? like for me like is that giving me vintage bus like niggas really be trying to play me like oh you don't listen to shit from now and oh, that shit old oh, as fuck dah, dah, dah. i don't give a fuck that shit is good music you niggas don't know what the fuck good music is and that shit is timeless fuck out of here all this shit y'all listening to now for the most part is gonna be gone by next week okay this shit is for life
1: I ask a friend But the love is so good I've got to make a choice I would, my good? I, I never thought we would be together How can I address you? Hey lover, hi friend How you doing, where you been? i got to make a choice
0: Listen, listen, if you out here fucking your friends, bitch, you need to stop. You need to stop. you you going to fuck up a good thing. She learned the hard way. It never ends well.
1: Don't be out here fucking your friends. What y'all going to do?
0: Love is all we need. Love is
1: all we need to make everything complete. All we need is L-O-V-E, yeah. uh,
0: love it all we need. I love this music video. She was up in that shit, modeling, looking good as fuck. Damn, I love her. So this was a collaboration with Nas. Um, word on the curb is they used to mess around too, but I'm not sure how true that is because you know niggas just be trying to sell records. But um, I could see it. I mean, he is a king and she she's a queen. So um, I think it's a match. But this is another one that um, I know damn near all of the lyrics to. And it's just so uplifting, which for her is definitely, you don't get that often. <laughs> well, you don't get that enough. That's why I really love Love is All We Need. Come on, you can't go wrong. Well, then we get into... The interlude for Share My World. Share My World. Won't you share my
1: world? Dun 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 Boy, if you stay, I'll always make sure that you look to see right a brighter day. Don't let our love slip away. The things you do, they always make me feel Like there's no one else but you Promise you'll be true Always Don't you leave Promise I'll be here Whenever you need me here Share
0: Y'all, this is my shit. Love, love it, love it, love it, love it. Shout out to my mother. Shout out to mommy for putting us on, for having taste. You know, nigga said everybody, everybody, uh, parents was going through it in the 90s. And Mary J. Blige was getting their mothers through. That's how I see it. Why
1: do we go through things unnecessary? Why can't we understand that love is the key? We can solve any problem if we only were me. But you won't take the time to try and understand me. love.
0: other standout tracks. I mean the whole shit to be honest. Um Oh. My my favorite one of my favorite songs by her is Everything. You
1: Feel so safe your I, you to
0: me. I wonder if Mary J. Blige knew in the in the moment when all of this was happening, like how what she was doing. Like Did it have the impact that it does now on us? Did she feel that impact? Like, did she know that she was holding on to something that was just truly brilliant? Or was this just like, oh, I hope they like this shit, you know? Um, Her first four albums truly are my soundtrack to my life. My obsession with her didn't start until maybe once I got to, like, college I don't know something just clicks the nigga said these songs started to make a lot of sense okay um yeah it had to be college cuz I was going through some shit and um I started leaning into my Mary J Blige catalog and I'm listening to these motherfucking songs I'm like oh no this she was really talking some shit yeah they hit when I was little but I was just singing along to them not paying attention to the words and um that second listen really just changed everything for me and cemented her place in my heart. She's a pillar in this industry and um, still, 30 years later, a force to be reckoned with. Stay tuned for the next episode of the 411 Podcast. Um, I'm still looking. I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about next, but oh my God, y'all, tell me why I had COVIDiana. I had COVIDiana a couple of weeks ago. So a bitch been out of commission. But God. Oh, also... On the evening of April 5th, 2022, a disastrous tornado struck the Black Creek neighborhood in Pembroke, Georgia, impacting my family tremendously. Uh, while my parents, brother, and nieces are recovering despite you know sustaining minor injuries, the tornado ultimately destroyed their home, displacing them for at least the next year while remodeling ensues. My family is devastated as they've been uprooted from their everyday lives, and at this time, they'll need help pay for temporary shelter, transportation, clothing, medical supplies that were unfortunately damaged and all other day to day needs. I can't even begin to imagine, you know, what they going through, but it has definitely affected them immensely. So um, me and my sisters put together a GoFundMe to um, help raise funds to ensure that they are supported and able to maintain themselves during Uh, This disaster. So I'm going to put the GoFundMe link. In this episode. uh, Just in case you're inclined to donate y'all. Any and all proceeds. um, Are greatly appreciated. And uh, my family thanks everybody. Who has donated so far. Stay tuned for more episodes. Of the 411 podcast. With Jalito. Make sure you follow me on social media. As well as Jaleel J. Blige. To stay up to date. Live your life
1: girl on let her live your life girl